Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. Today is October 4th, 2020, a beautiful Sunday here in New York, and I'm broadcasting from my bright red desk. I'm an astrologer here in New York, and we are going to talk about the week ahead, the week of October 4th and what's coming. And as I said last week, it was going to be a wild week, and it was. And this week is, too, going to be another wild week. Uh, and as I promised last week, we'll talk about um, uh, Trump stuff at the end of the podcast when we get there. Uh, take the last couple minutes to talk about it. And appreciate all of you guys that wrote and said, no, weave the politics through the week. Uh, we like that, you know. Uh, you know, and I, I was joking with a friend of mine. You know, they were like, send them to the right, the right wing racist astrologers. I'm like, yeah, I'm a socialist astrologer. I share my I share my goods for free. Uh, those guys charge you. I, can, I mean, I can totally refer you to some right wing GOP astrologers because there are some, like every community, uh, but they charge for their podcasts. <laughs> And you get it for free here, because I'm a socialist. I believe in this for the greater good of the community. Astrology should help us all work with the week. So as I mentioned, last week was going to be wild and crazy for a number of reasons. Saturn was stationing to go direct. Um, Mars was squaring Saturn. Uh, Pluto is stationing today to go direct. And so we had all sorts of things happen on the Trump front, which we'll talk about in our Trump time. We also had Chrissy Teigen and John Legend uh, posting the loss of their child, um, little baby Jack. And for many women I know that have suffered miscarriages, that was a particularly poignant moment, Mars square Saturn, uh, where there was an ending. There was an ending. And I had said it would be particularly tense because when Saturn stations, we have the five days before and the five days after, and when Pluto stations, we have the five days before, when he's stationing today, and we have the five days after. So we're going to be working with this energy until the 9th, because today is the 4th, right? And interestingly, on the 9th, that's when Mars squares Pluto. So we are in, an, in for another intense week, probably not as crazy as last week was, uh, with the debate and the diagnosis and all that, but... Again, we'll talk about that in the last few minutes of the podcast. I'll talk to you about what's called the decumbature chart, which shows the outcome of the story of the illness. So uh, we'll we'll cover that later. But this week, very intense, very intense. We still have Mars moving retrograde, and he did square Saturn on Tuesday. And Tuesday was kind of a fiery day for many people. Um, and then this next week, he's going to square Pluto on the 9th, so that's going to be fiery. And as he's moving now, he's moving between the two planets. So there's a technique or a uh, concept in astrology called besieged. So Mars is like trapped between Saturn and Pluto. And remember, Saturn and Pluto are the father and son story, right? Saturn ate his kids. And Jupiter escaped because by the time he was born, there had been a bunch of kids eaten, and his mother was like, you're not eating this one. <laughs> so she sent Jupiter off to be raised by wolves. And Jupiter returned, of course. And the reason Saturn was eating his children was because Uranus tried to eat him, right? You know, the, you know so he had this thing, well, I, try, I killed my, and he had a big fight with his father, and he cut his testicles off and threw him in the ocean. And then we had Venus, arrive, Aphrodite, arrive from the sea. Um so Saturn's a little worried because he killed his father off. What's going to happen to him? So now, as Mars is trapped between Saturn and Pluto this week, we're going to really feel the intensity 
of what the COVID is asking us to change, where it's in our chart, what it's asking us to change, how it's asking us to change. And again, we are back to January uh, for, for Pluto. We're back to March for Saturn. And we are thinking about those times because the planets have moved back to those degrees. Pluto, of course, moves much slower in a year than Saturn does. Saturn zips through 10 degrees. Pluto goes like two or three. So he's back to January, second or third, and Saturn's back to uh, the middle of the end of April, or the end of March, rather. So you're back in those times. You're back looking at that stuff and saying, what was going on then? And remember that last week in March was when Mars was trapped with Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. So he went forward from March, end of March to now, actually till September 9th, and now he's moving backwards through November 13th, when he stops, and then he goes forward again, right? So he's retracing his steps. Saturn and Pluto have gone back to the beginning. And so now that's why we're having a virus spike. That's why we're seeing a lot of changes in terms of stuff. That's why we're having a lot of new opportunities take place. So this is the energy. And, and of course, Mars trapped between Saturn and Pluto this week. He's very contentious because he's kind of caged in. When I, when I was a little kid... Uh, my sister is five years younger than me. And, you know, in children, you can be bigger than them, right? You know, there's a bit, five years is a big age difference. <clears throat> and I remember one time my brother and I decided we wanted to throw her in the pool because she was being particularly <laughs> annoying. And um, and and uh, she fought us. She fought us off. I mean, and I was like, wow, you're you're pretty, you know, I figured I would get her in the pool. It didn't happen because she just turned into a whirling dervish. And you're going to feel Mars this week turn into a whirling dervish because he is trapped between Saturn and Pluto. So all of the intensity and all the path, he's trapped by square, right? He's going to be trapped by square. He's going to be like, wah, 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 you know, like swinging, kind of a, you know, mixed martial arts fight. Not that I watch those, but I hear about them. And so your job with this is to just know it's a very contentious energy where the energy feels trapped. So then what do we do with that? We go, well, the energy's feeling contentious and trapped, so it's punching to get out, and where do I want to use it? How do I want to revise it? And, of course, we're revising everything. We're looking at the story that came in on July 25th through September 9th, and we're revising that story. So you want to think about what happened that time period. And uh, July 25th, September 9th, because that's when Mars was in his retrograde shadow. And now he's back fighting. Now, in my case, I had COVID, right? And so I am uh, really working on some stuff I need to modify around my body and my health. Because for me, that's where the planets are landing. You know, what's a value? You know, and I had my foot open and the doctor had said to me, you know, this is going to be recurring. You need to lose some weight, get rid of the carbohydrates. I'm like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I had decided with the full moon and the Mars square Saturn, because there was a full moon last week too, what did you see? And I thought, all right, we're going to do the vegetables. We're going to really do it. And, you know, I've been doing it. Last night I made a Vietnamese pho. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. P-H-O, you know, one of those spicy soups. And I had put in the anise, and I put in the Chinese five-star, and I put in the Chinese peppers, and I made this really delicious broth. And then I cooked my uh, bok choy and my oyster mushrooms, and I threw in some green peppers because, you know, 
like I have a lot of peppers this year from the car, and it was really good. It was really good. I had it last night around 10:30 when I finished working, and I thought, well, this is certainly healthier than having a bowl of pasta. Now I don't know how long it'll last, but I'm I'm like honoring it. I'm honoring I need to make the changes. So you want to look where you're being asked to make the changes, where you're being asked to revise, revisit, redo, because Mars is retrograde, all and take action in a new way. Uh, that's big. We also have a huge mystic rectangle forming in the sky. Mystic rectangles are faded conditions that invite us to change and, and shift. We also are having Mercury in Scorpio. He's revealing the secrets. And he's preparing for his retrograde station, which is another couple weeks away, um, in Scorpio. But he, you know, he is, he's opposite Uranus, so he's telling us stuff we haven't seen before. And it's really important to pay attention to whatever secrets come out. Because that's what Mercury, he's trying to tell you secrets. And he's telling you the truth. It's really important to pay attention and, and really look at it and see what the secrets are. And so earlier this week, um, you know, I tweet on Monday. I record the tweets on Monday. And um, we want to kind of, uh, and again, I'll, that's a Trump thing, so I'll talk about it then, um, in the back five. Uh, so the, see, I'm honoring my pledge. It's good. Um, she's doing a good job with this. But, yeah, so the idea here is to Mercury opposite uh, Uranus. So we did see Chrissy Teigen uh, lose uh, Jack as a baby, and she posted those pictures. And, I mean, everybody I know that had a miscarriage had a huge emotional response to it. And it reminded me of when Betty Ford announced she had breast cancer, and everybody went, oh, my God, nobody ever talks about that. And, And she changed the world. And so, I mean, I love Chrissy Teigen. She's one of my favorite people. Um, And I love John Legend. I play him frequently on my Pandora. And so there's an energy here of um, Mercury opposite Uranus separating from the child, separating from something that was beloved and wanted and, and desired. But it's also, you know, it's understanding that that's part of the journey sometimes of life, that we have to lose things or separate from things that are of value to us. We also have Venus in Virgo. She went into Virgo last Saturday. And uh, Venus is going to be in Virgo for three weeks. Uh, So Virgo is, of course, the sign of health, the sign of process, the sign of doing things. I made that nice little healthy vegetarian stew last night. Uh, The sun is in Libra, so Venus is ruling the sun. So that's important, too, because that energy is... um, uh, intense and fat, passionate and focused, and and it wants to be, you know, Venus and Virgo is polite. Um, she's not uncaring, but she pays attention to what the proper thing is to do, even if, right? So she's got this properness to it. Now, I forgot to add about Mercury in Scorpio. Uh, Venus is in answering to... Uh, the, the sun is answering to Venus. Venus is in Virgo. She's answering to Mercury. And Mercury's in Scorpio. And he is answering to either Mars retrograde in Aries or, if you like Pluto better, Pluto stopped. So Mercury answering to the two people in the sky that are having a fight, right? And the sun is too, and the Mars and the Mercury is too. We're going to go into that fight energy, right? And if we go into... The Aries part, we're going to answer to Mars, and Mars is going to answer to himself. So we get there twice. And if we go into the Pluto part, Pluto's answering to Saturn. Saturn Saturn answers to himself. So this is a 
this is a discussion or an understanding of the choices that we have to make based on the events that happened since January and since March about how we want to proceed. Now, Mars is retrograde, so we're not necessarily going forward. We're adjusting our choices. We're figuring them out. But the planet, the personal planets are all answering into that square. So this makes it, a, you know, I know last week was emotionally intense for a lot of people. This next week, too. Very off the charts. Not quite as bad as last week. Uh, the big, you know, the middle part of the week, but it gets really bad at the end when Mars squares uh, Pluto on the ninth. So very intense, very passionate, very uh, push, 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 grow, grow, grow. You know, and uh, that energy of how do we get there? Right? How do, how does that happen? What do we do? There's also a hammer of Thor forming in the sky this week. Um, and so when that happens, we really we realize the hammers of Thor want us to change things, shift things, adjust things. They kind of knock things out of our life, and 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 we're done with them. We're finished. We're like very clear that that's not what we want to do anymore. So we're going to have a hammer of Thor um, forming, and when that does, our job is to be like, okay, I've got this hammer kind of adjusting the structures of my life and I need to kind of work with that energy in a new way. Um, and that's going to be forming by Venus. Uh, Venus, you know, we had the sun when he went through the hammer of Thor last month. This week, Venus is going to go through the hammer of Thor, which means she's forming a sesquiquadrate to the Capricorn planets and a sesquiquadrate to the Aries planet, Mars and Aries, and she is swinging that hammer. And, and she's in Virgo, and she's answering to the sun, and she's answering to Mercury, and everybody, you know, Mercury's answer, you know, it's like, it's big. It's like a hammer swinging through your life, knocking the top off the mountains. So we want to look at that energy and know it's now answering, it's being run by Venus. However, the sun in Virgo is a little easier, you know, because when he went through, um, you know, it's the sun. We want to see it. Venus is in a Virgo, and on a bad day, you know, she can be called a little bit of waspish. You know, she stings. Or she's a Virago. She yells, you know, and she swings that hammer, right? So Venus is swinging her hammer this week. Between the ninth, um, she actually starts swinging it on the fifth, and uh, she activates it through uh, the ninth, uh, actually through the eleventh. So we're going to have a hammer of Thor with Venus. What's a value? What's a purpose? How do we do it? It's all about the money. Venus and Virgo is the working Virgo is the working people. So they've got that proposed, hopefully, bill helping people with the economic impact at this. Uh, coronavirus is having hopefully that'll pass this week but it's venus and virgo and we're going to watch for virgo energy uh, as the hammer runs through there uh the activation again part of this we'll talk about in the trump piece but it as we work with that energy we're going to really feel it kick up and so when the sun went through a couple weeks ago right around the ninth tenth um when it when it was when the sun was at ten eight you know five to ten it was uh, of September now the Venus is going through there and um, she is a morning star right now so she's pretty intense very passionate and, <laughs> and you know she's stimulating those planets having a fight and she's answering to Mercury and Scorpio so Mercury and Scorpio is really delving into the secrets and working on stuff and exposing things so your job as the hammer comes through your life is to virgo venus do the work 
you know, you're going to be a little more sensitive to criticism because Virgo is a little thin-skinned. Doesn't like to be criticized. It has a reason for doing what it's doing. So the good way to handle this is to say to the hammer, "So why are we why are we doing this? Why are we smiting this? What's what's going on here?" And then of course we have Pluto stationing, which is always a big deal. That's usually good for an earthquake or a volcano or two. Um, and then we have Mars trapped fighting with them, kind of in a little cage. Now my sister wasn't in the cage; it was my brother and I. You know, we pull, we tried to pull her off the chair by the pool and throw her in the pool. And let me tell you that you know, it didn't work. Um, and you know, he's three years older than he's he's three years younger than me. He's two years older than her. Yeah, no, we didn't we didn't get her in the pool. So that's Venus. You know, so when the when the Virgo starts flailing or wailing their arms, you know, just know that that's the hammer coming down. And our job is to work with it um, productively, hopefully. Uh, so this week the sun goes from 10 Libra through 19 Libra, uh, and he has um, he has a couple aspects with Neptune, so it's kind of emotional on the sixth, because uh, he's aspecting he's aspecting emotion. He's a little ir- irritated on the seventh because he's contraparallel Mars, and then he is strategic as he's entering in Libra. He now is about to go through the COVID clump and activate them, and he does that on the seventh. Uh, and the 11th. And he also has some kind of big health adjustment on the 11th. So we have, you know, the sun in Libra answering to a Virgo Venus. So this is also something paying attention to health, illness, uh, food changes, food plans, that kind of thing. Mercury this week is, you know, slowing down a little because he's getting ready to stop. He's going between 6 Scorpio and 11 Scorpio, so any planets between 6 and 11 in your chart are activated. He reveals some really big secret on the 7th, because he's been itching to tell us. (laughs) So watch what comes out on the 6th and the 7th, because he's mad on the 6th, and on the 7th he tells us, right? So... Uh, we've been getting a lot of leaked things, you know, people recording people and leaking it and stuff like that. So I would anticipate it will be something like that. But it's a secret that you need to pay attention to, and it is true, so it's important to watch. Venus this week, as I mentioned, she's in Virgo, not her favorite sign. She's forming a hammer of Thor, which she starts on the 5th when she squares Jupiter, and then she's got a health aspect on the 6th, so there's a health issue that will be brought to your attention. She's partnering well on the 7th, uh, and then she has that hammer squaring on the 9th. Uh, she squares Pluto, she squares the Mars, she squares Eris. So the 9th and the 10th, boom, 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 the hammer's active. And then the closing swat of the hammer is the 11th when she sesquiquadrates Saturn. So we want to know that's going to be very intense, that period of time. But it technically starts on the 5th. Um, and rolls through the week through the 11th. Mars this week hits Eris and activates her today, so he's going to be particularly cranky today. He joins her. So he gets energized with her contentious energy and also her energy of I need to make a change. Uh, Mars rules from 24 Aries back to 21 Aries. Remember, he's going backwards. So he um, he trines uh, Saturn and kind of kicks him up and gets him moving. And he also um, changed the page. Hang on one second. 
Uh, he also uh, squares Pluto on the 9th, so that's kind of when this whole Saturn stuff kind of starts to ease up, although we still have Venus doing a little kick in on the 10th. And he aspects the nodes of fate on the 10th, and he says, okay, what direction do you want to go in now? Mars is on the world point. Saturn, Saturn, Pluto's on the world point. So these planets are worldwide. These are, these are worldwide aspects. So with the Pluto station in the midst of this, we're going to watch for big events that affect the world. Um, and then he, uh, with his nodes on the 10th, he kind of says, okay, this is how I'm going to proceed. He has another stressful energy with partnerships. That's the 11th. I don't know if you saw Chris Rock on Saturday Night Live last night. He was talking about all these people ending their relationships or renegotiating them. It's a very cute video. And, of course, Saturn and Pluto is we're looking at the structures in our life and we're changing them. That's what this that's what this aspect, the COVID clump, is doing and saying, you have these things, are they working for you? If not, what do you want to do? So it's a cute opening monologue. I encourage you to watch it. Uh, Jupiter parallels Pluto, which kicks up this energy of intensity and passion. And then we also have Jupiter sextiling Neptune for his uh, next aspect. And he is. this is his third and final. He's already had two. And, of course, I didn't write down when the earlier ones were, Mercury retrograde. But Jupiter sextiles Neptune says, okay, so let's get working on the dream. That's the 12th. What's the new dream? Saturn adjusts Vesta on the 10th, says make changes to your home. Uh, Neptune parallels Juno, inspiring you to think about the dreams you have for partnering. Pluto this week is at 22, as I mentioned, on the world point stopping. 2229, exactly on the world point, because the world point's 2230. So he's right there. He stops. He stops. Well, we filmed the five days before, the five days after, and he nabs the nodes of fate on, uh, he nabs the nodes of fate. So we're in fated times, F-A-T-E-D. And then uh, Vesta is encouraging us to change our housing, our homes, our body. I'm going to make more soup today. <laughs> today I'm going to make sweet potato soup. Um as I find if I have a bowl of soup before I eat, it really cuts my appetite. That's the plan. Um, and then Vesta is also trying Eris. So you can be very frustrated by your home environment, your landlord, your house, your housing situation, whatever that you feel nurtures you. So that's kind of cool. And then if we look at the moons this week, <clears throat> get the moon calendar up. Uh, today the moon's in... Um, Oh, actually, this is the wrong month. I'm in November. I was going to say, not in Leo, it's in Taurus. Today the moon's in Taurus, um, and it goes void tomorrow at 2.41 p.m. the 5th, and it's, these are all Eastern times, of course. goes void with a trine to Saturn, and it's void all day, all afternoon. And it goes into Gemini at uh, 12.09 in the morning, 12.03 in the morning on the 6th. And, then it's, and it's got a good closing aspect Sunday, Monday. Um, then it's in Gemini, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, going void at 9.57 p.m. with a sextile to Mars. Uh, and it's moon in Gemini, uh, That's we have a presidential debate then with Kamala and Mike Pence, Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. Um, then the 8th, so it goes void at 10, right when the debate finishes. Then we go into Eastern time. We go into, actually, yeah, 9.57, it's an hour. It goes void an hour in. Um, we go into Cancer, 11.45 a.m. Thursday morning. So Thursday morning the moon is void. And then, of course, we know those <laughs> we know those cardinal signs bring a hard energy. So we have the Cancer in the Thursday. We have Friday um, is the Jewish uh, holiday Sukkoth ends. But we also, on the 9th, 9th is a hairy day, 
scary day. A lot of energy, Mars squares Pluto that day, a lot of energy finishing, completing, and the closing aspect, of course, is Mars opposite Saturn, or Moon opposite Saturn, which takes place on the 10th at 8.24 p.m. on Sunday the 10th, Saturday the 10th. So uh, Thursday, Thursday afternoon, Friday, Saturday, very intense, very emotional, very hard. Moon is opposite all the COVID planets after we finish that uh, hammer of Thor with Venus through them this week. The sun goes into Leo at 824 p.m., so it's void Saturday afternoon from 1204 p.m. to 824. It goes into, goes into Leo uh, the 10th. It's in Leo the, 10th, the 11th, and it goes void at 1029 a.m. with a trine to Mars, which is uh, Columbus Day. And so Moon and Leo trines Mars on the 12th, goes void at 1030 in the, in the morning, and then it's void all day uh, the 12th. So the tense days, obviously the hammer of Thor that Venus is forming makes the whole week tense. We have the Pluto station makes the whole week tense. We have Mars trapped between Saturn and Pluto fighting like my sister did that she didn't want to get thrown into the pool. And we have Mars square Pluto at the end of the week. We also have Mars square Eris this week, the goddess of discord and, and, and anger. Okay, so as I said, we're going to modify the program and put the politics at the end so all the Trump people hang up. Uh, and we're going to move into the Trump section. Um, and I thank all the people that wrote. It was very helpful. It was very supportive. I know you guys love the politics spread through it. And, you know, we put them in a little bit. We put in Chrissy and John, you know, the loss that we saw. Um, so what we do with astrology is we cast a thing called the um, the cumberture chart, which is for the moment we take to our bed. So at, at 12.54 a.m. on October 2nd, Trump took to his bed and announced that he and Melania had COVID. Now, I programmed tweets out on Monday. Rose and I sit down. We spent about an hour on Monday, and I put out the tweets for the whole week. And the tweet that I programmed for 5.46 a.m. Friday uh, was Sun and Libra, Quindicili, Margaret and Aries, health issues around a male public figure, also opportunity to adjust how you're working with partnerships that don't support you, emotional and Rose reported to me, you know, because I just sit and look at them and say this is what's going to happen, right? So Rose reported in that the Twitter went a little wild. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, I said that? She goes, yeah, you said that. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, that is Mars, you know, Quindicilli. And I, I do this a lot. Sometimes I'll post, like, go to the doctor. I don't care what you do. Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. And people go to the doctor because they have a health aspect, and it's sometimes bad. So that's the story. So but we cast the chart for the decumbature of Trump and um, the 12.54 a.m., and it's a really uh, hard chart. It's a very hard chart. It has um, Uranus and the sun opposite, which is what the Quindicilli was coming in on, and we also have the Mars in a hard aspect, which is a health aspect. Um, so we we know that we're having health aspects that day. Um, we also have Eris that day on the decumbature aspecting the part of sickness and we also have uranus aspecting the part of fatality and we also have uranus um on the edge of the eighth house so this is actually something pretty serious you know i mean there's a lot of stuff on the internet is he actually really sick the answer is yes he does have it and key energy dates for this are going to be the ninth and the tenth when we finish that hammer of thor and we get there. And, of course, everybody that's gone through COVID knows days five to seven are bad. Now, if we go back to when he caught it, 
<laughs> and again, this was on the Internet. We thought it was pretty funny. Ruth Bader Ginsburg argued her first case with God and won. It looks like they all caught it at the nomination uh, party for SCOTUS nominee, Amy, uh, whatever her name is, Comey. Comey? I want to say Comey and it's Coney Barrett. And, you know, they kind of highlighted all the different people there, including the president of Notre Dame, all the Republican senators that went, um, Kelly Conway. Now, it doesn't have to be, because it's son, you're in a son, it doesn't actually have to be Donald that passes. You know, Chris Christie, who has got asthma and a weight problem, he caught COVID from him. Uh, so the energy, and then when I, then of course I went and looked at the, um, the aspects on the uh, the aspects that went on uh, the nomination and went through them, and there was a lot of stuff around health right there. So we're going to be looking this week uh, for Trump to have some really uh, difficult health aspects, and we also have Rasa Ghoul. He's having a nodal return of his natal chart. He also in the in the decumbenture chart, he's got a 24 degree Cancer rising, which is the rising sign of his. That is the point of his Saturn Venus, and he is having Pluto and Saturn opposite that. So this is actually very health health oriented. I had gotten in a little trouble last uh, spring when he was in India, and I was like, you know, I'm really worried about his truck. He's having some health aspects, and everybody yelled at me on the internet. So I didn't post this on the internet. You're getting to hear it here because you have to listen and you have to agree to listen to the last five minutes. But th- this is serious and it is big. And um, there is a fatality coming out of this. It doesn't necessarily mean it's his, but I would look to see if one of the people that caught the COVID at the Amy Barrett, Amy Comey Barrett, Coney Barrett's nomination is uh, passes. And unfortunately, um, that is the virus, right? And of course, the South Node on Rasagul, which is a star that delivers stuff, and Venus is conjunct Regulus in the decumbenture chart. So Venus Queen. Uh, Venus the Queen had something to do with this, right? And so this week, Venus, as she moves into Virgo, and um, as she moves, <laughs> she moves into Virgo and forms the Hammer of Thor. We're going to watch astrology happen and unfold in front of our faces. So uh, this week, you know, be kind, be nice, take care of yourself. It is a very intense week. Uh, part two, part three. I don't know what part. I mean, we're just in intense times. So this is Ann Ortley signing off from the bright red desk, and um, off we go. And, uh, uh, yeah, have a great one. Bye-bye. Take care.